Welcome to the Focus on Japan podcast. I'm your host, Lindo, and I'm interviewing my co-host, Caleb, today. What's going on, guys? So, as you may know or may not know, Caleb has been married um, to a Japanese lady. True. And for how long? Well, we've been married for just about seven years here. We're entering our seventh year, and then mm-hmm. we've been together a total of ten. Okay. So, quite a long time. Great. And so, I'm going to be interviewing him about his marriage mm. in Japan and his experience with a Japanese lady and all of that because I think it's very unique and, and many people may be in that situation or might be in the situation. Uh, this is a very interesting interview for me because uh, I'm actually going to be engaged very soon with a Japanese lady. And so Caleb, with his knowledge, I definitely want to interview him. So uh, this is going to be very valuable for me and I hope that uh, it's going to be valuable for you as well. I oh, mean, you already got the... Uh, the situation planned out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much Uh, pretty much it's very exciting i'm happy for you man thank you so before i get into the Mm. deep questions uh just can you briefly share your journey of you know meeting your now japanese wife yeah absolutely uh so basically i came to japan on a one-year study abroad i studied at this uh, beautiful little university called shinshu daigaku way out in nagano i specifically picked a university in the countryside so no one was going to speak english to me i was coming here like really intensely wanted to study japanese and so naturally i meet this beautiful japanese girl who speaks perfect english like (laughs) just just how it how it pans out and uh we actually first met and i was immediately spent with her i was like oh Mm -hmm. because of course why wouldn't i be and uh she wanted nothing to do with me (laughs) why was that because uh, she had just gotten back from a uh, her own study abroad in okay. the United States, so we kind of the timing was perfect. We okay. both arrived in Japan at the exact same time at the exact same university. Very serendipitous. Okay. And uh, she wasn't, you know, sure what she was looking for. She is still college. Mm. I'm like, I like, I know I give off this like big like fuck boy like big energy like uh-huh. uh, like i'm gonna we're, we're gonna have some fun and then who knows i'll do whatever later but mm-hmm. that's just that's just my personality i'm very very uh into commitment was very much looking for uh, a partner uh-huh. Uh-huh. so in the beginning did she just think maybe you weren't serious exactly okay. exactly in fact she thought that this personality that you're seeing now was a mask and she was I waiting see. she's i'm I waiting see. for the mask to drop i'm waiting to see what he's actually like and 10 years later she's like oh my god this is really him oh no nice okay so that's good so that's how you guys met yeah. um so i'm curious so mm-hmm. now we're gonna get a little deeper sure. okay so at what point did you know you were interested in her and how did you specifically approach her oh my okay so i knew i was interested in her like on site okay like okay. right away i what happened was uh there so was in actually, a classroom, or how was that? No, so uh, I got invited out okay. by this. Uh, all the foreigners were getting together. We were going okay. on this trip to Matsumoto Jo, which okay. is a very famous old castle in Matsumoto. And uh, this one girl, uh, I, I won't name any names, but Italian girl, gorgeous girl, who I thought I was interested in, invites okay. me to go on this trip. And uh, it's a little trip. It's a, it's a walk. We're walking to the <laughs> castle. Okay. The, the, okay. Like we we live in in its backyard. Okay. okay. In the vicinity. Yes. So it's okay. And Understood. all the foreigners going. Uh, okay. She invites me to go. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll go. I get there, and the Germans are together speaking German, and the Italians yeah. are together speaking Italian, and I'm just like completely left out. I'm like, all right, I I guess whatever. And I'm like looking at my phone, mm-hmm. and then this. This girl steps into my vision. I'm looking down at my phone. I see these two cute little concise feet step mm-hmm. right 
into my field of view and I follow them up and there's these gorgeous legs and I follow them and there's this beautiful face. I'm like, oh my God. And it what? wasn't the Italian. And it wasn't the Italian. It uh. was, it was uh, my wife. And well, I didn't know that at the time, but I'm very, very fortunate to find out. Uh-huh. And she started talking to me, just introduced. So me. she initiated, she initiated the, conversation. the conversation. Do you remember she, what she asked? I don't even remember. I was so busy, <laughs> just like smitten. I, was just I like, see. But uh, but like so yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Just like hey, how are like normal conversations Correct. started because she wasn't coming up to me because she wanted to jump my bones or anything. Yeah, yeah. She came up to me just because. Again, everyone else was speaking Correct. in their own Correct. little no, makes sense. groups, and we were the only ones there. Who weren't talking like that so came up introduced herself to me and uh-huh. i immediately i'm like i'm i'm gonna take this girl out okay like oh, that, so you knew it then oh i knew right, it immediately i knew okay. immediately do you believe in the concept of love at first sight yes and no yes because i believe you can see someone and feel like a really strong connection a really strong pull towards them initially absolutely did you feel that yeah i, I saw her and i was just like man i i really got to talk to her so girl. for you specifically would you define that as love at first sight uh, it's difficult because we've been together 10 years now and i've learned a lot about what love means and if i'd been asked to do some of the things that i've done for her now in our in our marriage for her at that time, I probably would have been like, well, I just met this girl. Of no course. shot. Absolutely not. There's no depth yet. Yeah. And and love, I also don't think it's necessarily a super narrow definition. I think there can be very different types of love. And I think love grows and changes okay. over time. So if you want to define like this really intense attraction to someone, you feel this strong like emotional and physical pull towards someone, mm. if that is love at that stage, yes. But... Love also becomes like this deeper connection and, you know, kind of being willing to sacrifice things for other people or having kind of, it's really weird, the, uh, the, the, the confidence in someone mm-hmm. to ask them to sacrifice something for you. Correct. Which is, uh, is a big thing that a lot of people, I don't think, think about early on right. in, in relationships. Because some people are confused. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know, like, do I love this person? Do I not? You know, am I just attracted to this person mm-hmm. because they look good? So with you, was the pull because she looked fine for you? Or was the pull because there was some chemistry there? For men, it is almost 100% initially physical attraction. Like, absolutely. Uh, but that being said, we had a lot in common, a lot of things. We we would talk. We still talk. We're together 10 years. We'll talk for like three hours into okay. the night. So that's chemistry. Yeah, we've got we've got chemistry. Absolutely. You found that out on day one? On day one. We, okay. Well, I met her. We spoke for like two and a half hours. We walked okay. to the... Uh, we walked to the castle. We did like a little tea ceremony thing together. We just chatted a bunch. I found out she was into rock climbing. I was a competition rock climber at okay. the time. Uh, found out she really liked Kraft macaroni and cheese. And I just got a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese from my family. Like, hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you come back to my place? I got a sick pickup line here. I'll make you some Kraft mac and cheese. Nice, nice. Worked like a charm every time, boys. Listen to me. Kraft mac and cheese. That is how you get to a woman's heart. Proof. I don't know if that's true. That's exactly. it. it worked yeah, in my case. Be a study on that. But okay, no, that's very good. I, I thought that was really good to ask because, you know, about that connection there. Some mm, people mm, don't mm. know how to realize that. Um, so let me ask you this mm. then. At what point did you know that you loved her? Oh, that was, uh, again, that is like kind of a slow realization that happens. But then like you're, you're confronted with a fact all of a sudden. Like it, it builds for a while, but under the surface and you may not be like conscious of it yet. But I remember specifically, uh, yeah, it, it's it's definitely the slow build for a while. Just like, I like you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're, you're really important to me. I like you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes to like, I care about you. 
mm-hmm. and then I really care about you, and it just builds up, and you just like edge closer and closer to this this L word as that kind of wells inside you. Correct. And one day we were chilling out in my apartment. Oh, just just oh. quickly, are you the type of person to use the love word frequently? I use it every day. No, no, not oh. now. I'm saying back then, right? Oh, in, in any relate, you know, there's some people they go into relationships and then like within the first week, oh, I love you. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, okay, no. So no, you are no. picky with it. Uh, very picky. Okay. Very picky with the love word. Okay. Like, I, like I love my family members. I love basically any dog. Uh, just like they're they're, but that's a completely different realm. Okay. And so Makes for this, sense. much more picky. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so just like this one particular day, like we were spending time together, we we're really close, and I like got to where I like I almost said it. And she knew, and she was like, "What? What were you gonna say?" What was, was there that? anything pushing you towards it, or was it just you guys just, it was just together? Us together. And... It was just okay. us. It's the the chemistry, the the atmosphere, just okay. this this kind of environment we created for each other, where we felt mm. just like really connected. And How really, many months in or years in? That was about six Please. months and change in. Okay, so okay. not super quick, but not like extra slow either. Correct, and also. There was extra pressure on our relationship because I had a deadline where I'm going back to the United States. So there was there was a clock on there. So we kind of like we were adults. Like I was 24 at the time, just turned 24. She was uh, younger than me, and uh, and so we had to know like we're, we're adults. Like if this is going to work out, this yeah. is something we need to think about logistics of later. Correct. And uh, so yeah, there was that kind of pressure there. But I don't feel like that affected, especially because it was six months in. I wasn't mm-hmm. like. You know, tapping my foot, waiting, waiting for the the clock to run out or anything. Because you only had a year. Yeah, we only had a year okay. together. And uh, but yeah, so she was just like, "You looked like you were gonna say something. Do you want?" Mm-hmm. Uh oh. One second. Uh, the lights have turned off, oh, no. so we're going to adjust that. All right. So the lights are back on. My apologies for that. So, can you continue? Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. <clears throat> um, said I love her. She was very ready. She said I love you too immediately. There is no. Like back and forth, we were on the same page okay. from, from day one. So okay. that was it was really fortunate. I see. You know what's interesting? You mentioned that mm. there was a time frame, right? Yes. So you were only here in Japan during that time for one year. Yes. And for sure you were gonna go back, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I had to go back, I had to finish college, like okay. yeah. But six months in, I mean I mean, prior to six months, you guys were building a serious relationship. Yes. So yeah. why did both of you decide to do that knowing that you were probably just gonna go back anyway? I mean, because with like love and relationships, you always gotta take a chance. Nothing is guaranteed. Absolutely nothing. Okay, so that's on your part, and I get yeah. it. But for her, she felt that same I mean, obviously she did because she yeah. went with it, but did you have to convince her in any way? Did you have no. to say, like, look, don't worry, if it works out, I'll stay? We so one thing that has been really good about our relationship and i think a boon of being like in a multicultural relationship and not speaking the same language natively is that we work very hard every day to communicate that is the number one thing we're very deliberate about discussing our feelings we're very deliberate in uh, making sure that if we say something that upsets the other person we always give them the benefit of the doubt and chalk it up to maybe some sort of miscommunication and then work to solve whatever Where is that, that is. coming from a lot of people do not have good communication skills, True. and it seems like both of you guys are working overtime to make mm. sure that it works. Where right. it comes from, um, so I, I don't, I can't speak at length about hers because that's that's her story. To my understanding, what it comes from is that her upbringing 
wasn't so good and there wasn't good communication in her family. So she makes a conscious effort because she doesn't want to repeat that sort of family dynamic. On my part, I had an amazing upbringing. I had parents who talked every day. They never argued or fought in front of me or my siblings. Still married together after like, oh my God, like working on 40 years now. I love my Congratulations, parents. Congratulations, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, they are, they are fantastic. I could not have asked for better parents. So I had just the absolute best role models for a relationship growing up. So I know to be patient, to be careful with the way I, I speak to those around me and especially my, my lover. And so, no, I, I, I had that model. And so that's where it came from on my end. And I we see. were able to meet in the middle of that way. And so, yeah, we discussed everything. We were discussing, like, the logistics of what uh, our marriage would like, like, what the timetable mm. would be like, what our relationship's going to look like in the interim when I'm st- finishing my degree in, degree in America and she's still in Japan. Mm-hmm. We had all these conversations probably, like, eight, nine months in. The reason I ask that is because, mm. you know, there may be some foreigners who come here on their uh, tourist visa yeah. or, you know, like you for just mm. one year starting abroad. And uh, maybe they find someone interesting, yeah. but they don't want to tell them necessarily that they only have like a year or six months or nine months left because yeah. they think that maybe the relationship is not going to advance. So what would mm. be your advice to those people in that situation? So my generally speaking in a relationship, uh, honesty is almost always the best policy like there, there are a few near niche cases here and there where maybe you, you keep something to yourself but generally speaking uh you, you like even if you're doing it and you're doing it for reasonable reasons you don't want to put pressure on the other person then you just end up blindsiding them when it actually does happen Correct. right so just always be upfront about this sort of stuff and timing is important too i'm not saying like oh hey i like you we just started dating let me unload all of what i'm thinking about like if we are gonna get married like i've only got a year to do it then they're gonna be like doc you are moving too fast but it sounds like in the beginning you told her that you were only here for a year well, yeah, so she like knew. part we were, of like the very beginning yeah, we like in, it was in a secret it's no, not like okay yeah exactly we were that in college sense. together so like yeah. just obviously i'm okay. i'm here to study abroad like that wasn't even a big conversation like okay. the setting was very indicative of my mm-hmm. my time frame there makes sense mm. okay so let, let me go a little deeper with you mm. here so what were some of your non-negotiables when looking for a wife and what would be your advice for others who may not know what their non-negotiables are oh, non-negotiables oh my god okay okay that's tough because i just feel like I, again i think i'm not the norm i feel like i got like everything i wanted with this girl there are things i compromised on but it feels like so long ago now that like Mm -hmm. uh it's it's tough to say um basically like i really needed her to get along with my parents like if i because first of all if i bring a girl home and my brother doesn't like her my my siblings don't like her my parents don't like her like that's a huge red flag because now there's something that maybe I'm missing because I have a huge trust okay. in my family. And that's not everyone. Not everyone's family is necessarily going to be like uh, a good barometer for the Correct. effectiveness of their lover. But I know specifically in my case, that was it. I brought her home. Like when I went back to America, I took her with me, introduced her to my parents. They loved her. Okay. So it was a big, big thing for me. Um, for your parents' case, it'll be more about the person, not necessarily the nationality. Yeah, exactly. They okay. they did not care that she was Japanese. Uh, yeah, nationality never really played a role in my decisions. Like before her, I was looking at like some Italian girl, right? Like I just I, I don't care. It's it's about the person and okay. not okay. not the nationality. So yeah, you guys were on the same page though. Yeah. You, you and your parents. Yes. In regards yeah. to that, okay, makes sense. Yeah, and non-negotiables. Like, we had a, 
um, oh, kids. Okay. Because, okay. like, I really want to have kids. Because I think it's important. I think it's important for the future of the planet. We're not having enough children as it is. And I know that, like, you know, I, I have my dad, my mom to look up to, and they gave me this amazing life, and I want to pass that down because I don't want to take everything I build with me when I'm gone, right? I want to have someone to leave that to. I want to impart all of the knowledge and experience I've gained correct, and, correct. and give that give that to, you know, my kids and you know, people that, uh, that, I, that I love. And so that's very important to me. And I also didn't just want to have one. So mm. I needed her to at least want to have two children, preferably okay. three, because that way we're replacing ourselves plus one. Yeah. And I, I think that's really oh, that's important. interesting. That's how you saw it. Yeah. And you're replacing two plus one. Yeah. Okay. Replacing ourselves plus one. I think I think that's very important. If I weren't so greedy and it weren't so expensive, <laughs> I'd probably have more. Okay. But but yeah, at least at least two, preferably three. She was totally on board with that as well. So those. For now, at least, where you're two numbers. Yeah, those are the two big ones. And, of course, you discover more things as time Correct. goes on. Okay. And you have deeper conversations about this. You're never going to know. Like, oh, we've been together a year. Let's get married. These are all my non-negotiables forever. Correct. No shot. Correct. No shot that works out. But usually non-negotiables, how I think of it, they tie down to values. Sure. And fundamental things mm-hmm. that you believe in. Like, you you can change, but typically yeah. your principles oh, and values right. no, don't no, no, change. Yeah, your, your, like, core principles Correct. Are, are, Correct. are largely going to stay the same, yeah. Correct. Okay, so then you kind of knew what it was before you even got married. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, so absolutely. what about you know those who are going to get married and or are thinking about it, mm-hmm. but they never even thought about this question? It's, I mean, honestly, like really what it is is you need to find someone whose values align with yours. Like if you are like a devout Muslim, mm-hmm. you should probably marry a devout Muslim or someone who is willing to become or at least like l- their, their beliefs line up with that ideology. Like, cause if you try and change someone who is not on board with that, you're just going to have a bad time. They're going to have a bad time. It's probably going to end in heartbreak. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so just finding someone who, or, or like, let's say like you're a staunch, uh, like, uh, South Republican who really is against like, uh, like transgender rights or whatever. And you find yourself mm-hmm. falling in love with some like very liberal, um, uh, you know, valley girl whatever mm-hmm. again it's probably not going to work out not not saying that either people are bad or whatever Correct. but just like that the meshing of those two different lifestyles probably isn't going to be like overcome in the long run Correct. based on just your chemistry and love for each other alone i guess i also bring that up because remember it is american and japanese yeah. right so there's yeah. differences there sure. in terms of like how you think in the culture mm-hmm. and everything and so there's going to be people who you know maybe they don't understand like japanese women yeah. Right. It's hard understanding women <laughs> itself, right? So, um, oh, yeah. so, you know, how can they decide, okay, look, I don't know what my values are. I don't know, you know, what's important to me. But they need to have something, right? That, that's the, if you don't know what your values are and you don't know what's important to you, I don't think you're in the business of getting married just yet. I think you need to spend a advice. lot of time that's good advice. learning about yourself first. Because if... Because you will find those things out eventually. And if you find those things out after you're already married to someone and they don't necessarily align... You know, or you the, compromise too much about it. Or you compromise too much yeah. about it, and you end up you, 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 that eats at you on the inside. Yeah. It's it's not good. No, that's a good point. That's that's good advice actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so before getting married, mm-hmm. did you discuss money, religion, politics, life goals, personal values, relationship expectations, gender roles, and alike? The reason why I bring up so many is because um, I'm curious about. You don't have to. Mention all of them. Sure, but sure, I'm sure. curious about like how you went about going and, and talking about these conversations, mm-hmm. and then at the same time how you went to a mutual agreement 
and were aligned yeah, for yeah. each of these important matters. So we discussed some of them, but not all of them, because a lot okay. of them come up as like you don't even they don't register. You don't even think about it. Like, of course, you don't like list all these things out and say, let's have in-depth discussions about each one of these bullet points. You think of the big ones that are that are important to you at the time and you make sure you align on those. And then you get married. And the more time you spend together, the more kind of like, ah, this is this is a, a point we need to talk about. Ah, we're mm. not quite aligned here. We need to just like hammer this out a little bit. Why would you wait for? Because these are pretty big topics, right? Sure, sure. For some people, these will be non-negotiables, depending on what the answer is. Yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely. So, why would you personally um, wait to get married and then go through some of these? It depends on what they are. Like, of course, politics is something we discussed. And we found ourselves largely aligning on a lot of those things. Like, of okay. course, we've got our own differences in, in some areas. But, again, those are usually points of conversation, not points of, like, tension or, or arguments. So, yeah, we, we aligned politically. Um, we aligned uh, in terms of generals. We're both just like, you know, whoever is best fit to do the thing at the time should probably do it. Okay. So, like, for example, when we first got married, like, I was a fresh college graduate. I was nothing. She graduated a little bit before me, and she was already at, like in a job working and stuff. And so, who was doing the majority of like the household chores while they were like job hunting? Fucking this guy, okay? Yeah, like of I'm already because yeah, you're got, already there anyway. I'm already there yeah. anyway. I'm there sweeping the floor, and I hated every second of it. Oh my! It took me a while to learn to be like a decent house husband. Uh, but and, and then just like things evolve over time that didn't mm -hmm. stay that way forever. I didn't feel like emasculated or. Uh, like stupid doing that during the time I was doing it. Um, and in fact, there was a period of time during COVID, like uh, this was during this. Yeah, I did mention that before, yeah. Yeah, during the stretch where I was uh, a, a full time professional actor. I, I've yes. got a another job that I do as well now, but I still do uh, acting as a pretty. Uh, yeah, it's it's more on the side now, but mm -hmm. still very much enjoy it. It's my passion in life. And uh, but there was this period of time for like seven months where I didn't even get an email. So she was working full-time. She was in this really high position in the company she was working mm -hmm. at. Just absolutely, I don't want to talk about it. She was doing great. She okay. was doing great. I'm so proud of her, okay? And I was cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, sweeping the floors, doing nothing, because I, I was sitting on my hands. And so mm -hmm. I was just the house husband uh, for that period of time. And, uh, and again, I was fine with that, because okay. that's the way the dice were out. She was equipped to provide for us in a very serious way. My situation had become like more shaky. And mm -hmm. so of course I take up those other roles and free up that mental space for her to do her best work. I think that's very important mm. because regardless of maybe the viewers agree or don't agree, but regardless of that, the fact is you guys spoke about that. Yes. Right. In the very yes. beginning, because yes. if she didn't want that, you know, for example, if there was a non-negotiable there between either of right. you, maybe you would say, yeah, I'm not working out, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, clean the house. Right, 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 right. And if she's like, well, I'm not going to work. You know? <laughs> yeah. So if it was like that, you know, th there would have been some issues. Absolutely. So it was, it, I think it goes back to what you were saying about the communication yes. and having mm. it very early on. Yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. Okay. So um, we probably have time for just one more question. Okay. Um, let me see here. Well, actually, you know, you did mention that, you know, you were acting, yeah. right? So... How did she feel when, you know, you guys were going to get married, but at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, being an actor is not necessarily something that's always going to be guaranteed, right? You're not always going to have a gig, right? Mm -hmm. uh, timeline thing. That what I didn't go into 
I didn't set out to become an actor when we first got married. I, I see. I, I had another job first. Like I said, I was a fitness trainer in Kichijoji, which is this okay. really ritzy area, and uh, pay was good. Uh, you know, I'm pre- like pretty athletic dude. Like I said, I was a uh, ro- like rock climber. I climbed like competitions and stuff in college. Very passionate about it. Um, I did that, and th- some stuff happened within the company that made me want to leave. I was like, I'm done. Okay. Um, and right as that happened. I ended up landing like my first, my first ever job, because uh, I didn't, I didn't take it very seriously. Like I joined some agencies, but I didn't try hard with the photos or anything. But I landed because I was a rock climber. This huge, mul- like like nationwide Yofukunaoyama commercial where I'm like bouldering in a in this like stretch suit to sell this thing. Great commercial. It was fantastic. The pay was fabulous, and I nailed this thing. And my wife was just like, Caleb, like, you always wanted to be an actor. Like, we're pretty stable right so now. She you was just, supporting She you. was very supportive right away because okay. the, the, just the, the shift. I left this one job for reasons she okay. supported as well. She thought I should get out of there. She was, like, taking care of things on her end with the slack. She's like, Caleb, go for it. And I was very lucky and ended up being super successful. What if she wasn't okay with that? And she said, Caleb, you need to get a regular traditional job. You, this is too risky. Yeah, it's hard to say because that's that's not what she said, and this isn't something that we brought up beforehand. I never was like, "Baby, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a professional actor, and I'm not gonna do any other work, and I'm just gonna do this." Never had that conversation. I never had that inclination. Um, so her like encouraging me to do it full time that was like a very pleasant surprise. So that okay. was that was kind of lucky. But yeah, if she had said, "I don't want you to do this full time. You can do it on the side, absolutely, but you mm. need to like secure other work first. I would have just done it because okay. I because okay. I didn't know I was going to be successful either, right? Like just uh, like with anything, we don't know. We we go with a certain leap of faith, and I imagine if I hadn't become successful after like six months, I probably would have been like, ah, oh, this isn't working. I'll I'll find okay. other work. Okay, so, got it. So yeah. and, then she, and she knew that, and yeah, there was no kids yet. Yeah, there are no kids yet. That yeah. probably would have been different. That, it would have been very different had there been <laughs> okay. children in the picture. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Mm. How much time do we have? Uh, maybe I'll squeeze in one more Let's question. One more question. Let's go. You know, I'm curious about this. Um, when both of you have very, very strong views on certain matters, how do you come to a solution? Okay, so there, there have been a few times when this happens. This is going to sound awful. When we have very strong views on a certain matter, I'm always right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, uh no, that that she she is. Is that the general rule? No, 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 like no. That is not the, the general. That is that is the track record. That is not okay. the general rule. Okay. okay. So and I, she is college educated. She's incredibly smart. She's smarter than me in a bunch of different areas. There are so many areas where I defer to her or I go to advice from her. She is a, a high level professional in her field, absolutely. But sometimes, uh, all and this is the track record of the areas where we've disagreed. Generally speaking, I'm trying to think she might disagree if she was here and she is free to also disagree about this. But in my recollection, usually in the areas where we've had a strong disagreement, we both agree that I was correct after the fact, after we've discussed it. Um, how do you, dis- you don't have to go into the details, right, right. but like the system, the framework, how do you address it? Both have very strong views. Mm-mm-mm. You both want to be right. Yeah. What do you do? So, there's generally, uh, I want to describe it as a tense conversation. Nobody yells, nobody's angry, nobody's upset. But of course, we both feel passionate about, passionately about this this given issue or this given problem. And I think we should do method A. She thinks we should do method B. Of course, 
And generally, in that conversation, you do not win. You do not pull that person over to your side. You pull them over to your side by very politely, but firmly and logically laying out your idea. That's actually a lie. How you actually win the person is you appeal to their emotions. Like there's this idea of like a person is riding an elephant and if you're going to get the elephant to come to you, you don't speak to the yeah, person. But both, you speak if to both of you guys are doing that method, then right. again, it's the same thing of how do you get to a well, solution. It doesn't matter who's better at it. <laughs> okay. All right. But, no, but, but after 10 years, she probably knows how you roll. She does know how I roll. So. I'm, I'm very good at it. But, but no, no. Uh, but uh, again, generally speaking, I lay out why I think... It, it is correct to do things my way or okay. why we ought to do things my way. Okay. She doesn't necessarily agree at the time, but after some time, she takes the time to think about what I've talked about. And th- this has been in reverse. I've been wrong before too. I don't want to play it out like I'm like always, always right. Mm-hmm. I'm generally right. But uh, but yeah, um, usually it happens. You take some time, you think about it, you cool off from the conversation. A couple days go by and then you go, oh, I want to what? <sighs> I think you're right. So that's the system you yeah, have. Yeah, that's the it's, system it's we have. It's not let's go and get a decision now. It's no, we're going to no, no, lay no. it out. We're going to think about it. We're going to come back soon and discuss about None it. None of these discussions are solved in okay. the moment. Absolutely 0% of these things are solved in the moment. It is a process. You will never fix anything in one day in your relationship ever. How long it has it taken time. you? A week? Uh, it, uh, it, so, sometimes takes a week. One of them took, I don't know, a year and a half before... She came back and was just like, "No, no, no! You were, you were correct. I was, I was not correct in wow. my thinking on this thing." Okay. So, uh, and it depends on big the issue. That was a very big issue. That was a very the one big, that took a year. Yeah, the one that took a year. That was a very Shouldn't big. Shouldn't that have been quicker? You don't have to say what it is, no, but no, uh, it wasn't it, that urgent. It, it was appropriate for that timing. The, the timing. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, I don't want to go into what it was, but it, that was that was totally appropriate for the okay. timing. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, other ones, of course, happen a little more quickly, but. This but was, that's the framework that yeah, you guys have so framework. that you know that you automatically default to yeah. that. And yeah. it, since it's a system that you guys agree to, then it works. Yeah, exactly right. And that's the number one thing. You both have to agree on the system. You have to both agree on the thing. Like it's nothing is decided by one person in a relationship ever. It is always the two of you coming together, 100%. Okay. Unfortunately, we do not have enough time. I want to ask Caleb much, much more questions. You can see that I have so many here. and uh, But maybe we can uh, do this another time. I, yeah, I'd love to continue this conversation. Absolutely. And, of course, I would love to interview you maybe after, like, six months of your marriage and okay, see, see how you do. Like, turn the tables. Like, I think there's, there's good conversations to be had here. Great, great. Well, that's it for the Focus on Japan podcast. You can find me anywhere at Lindo Korshi. And you can find me anywhere at Caleb the Man Plan, except on YouTube, where it's Rainfall Review. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, oh, fucking fantastic. Thank you. I, I love it. <laughs>